Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? Back again with you today, Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. Follow me on Twitter if you would like. We are going to bring you the last of our linebacker rankings for redraft this year. We're going to cover the last 10 guys, so you have the top 20 linebackers going into 2022 fantasy football for IDP. So stick around. we got a great show for you guys today. All right. Thank you for being with us. If it's your first time, this is the IDP Army podcast. I'm Jordan Reigns. We're going to be talking IDP fantasy football today. We're going to be talking the rest of the linebacker rankings that I'm going to put up, you know, for free on the channel. So we are third linebacker video. Um, the other one should be in the comments or in the description of this one. If you want to check out the top 10 linebackers, suggest you do that. There's some good players in there, some good nuggets in there. Uh, but before we get into the last 10 to give you our last 20, um, we do have some new stuff going on around here. We actually, I just set up <laughs> getting comments already about Cody Barton. He's a pretty hot topic in IDP these days. <clears throat> but um, just added memberships to the channel. So if you want to support the channel, you know, this is what I do full time. I'd appreciate that. You can do this on Patreon, but now you can join the channel as well. I did my best to set up the tiers the exact same way as on Patreon, but there's some little differences. Like you can't adjust the dollar amount the exact same so like one tier i think is a dollar more than the patreon or two maybe um but the rest i was able to finagle but uh you'll get all the same stuff the patreons can get you'll get our underdog rankings you'll get the ultimate idp index you'll get the dynasty index depending on what tier you are and you can also you know do other stuff like get uh, uh premium answers on the on the channel so i'll see who's like actually a member and stuff like that so just another way to engage another way for you guys to give back to us we'd appreciate it like i said this show the rankings the last three years all this stuff is made possible by you guys our listeners guys and guys our listeners our subscribers the people who watch our channel even if you just come across it one time every little play every little like makes a difference so thank you very much for that um like i said i just got around to upgrading our youtube channel taking it a little more seriously um 
So, yeah, we'd appreciate if you guys could, uh, you know, throw some love over there. If you don't want to do that and you don't want to join anything, but you do want to show a little love, if you do find some, um, you know, some value on the channel or on the information we got, you can hit like that super thanks button. You can drop us like a dollar or two as like a tip. So any and all of that is appreciated. Like I said, love to do fantasy football content. Like I said, this is my job, though. So let's get to it because I really don't have a lot of other stuff today. The news pretty boring. Um, you know, you guys know what's up. So we're just going to get right to it. Linebacker rankings. All right. We're going to talk the, uh, you know, oh, I'm on the wrong slide. Ah, sorry. <laughs> YouTube channel people, you got something good. Linebacker 11 going into the year for me at the IDP Army. I have Logan Wilson. All right. Um, one of my sleepers from last year uh, probably helped a lot of people win their leagues, myself included in some, or uh, with a hot start to the season. Really, the, the story of Logan Wilson this last year is he's an impact player. Uh, multiple interceptions every season he's played in the league. His points per snap reflect that uh, his tackle rate very high, uh, 14.14 this last year. Uh, impact play rate over 2%. Like that speaks for itself, but had a little injury concerns. He did get that crappy call in the Super Bowl this last year, um, which I don't think was the right call, but whatever. But young player going into his third season has put up a lot of IDP value for people. I've got him at linebacker 11. That's still going to be a back end linebacker one. For him, shout out to my man, uh, 420 Hustler. I'm going to be uh, doing an IDP draft with him later, a mock draft. Um, Y'all can check that out on his channel. But um, like I said, Logan Wilson, still a linebacker one for me. Low end right now, but there's no reason he can't ascend into, you know, into that top five range, depending on how things go. So we will jump on to the next one. CJ Mosley, all right? He is my linebacker 12 going into the next year. I was a little low on him last year, but it's because we missed two years of C.J. Mosley, um, partially due to injury, partially due to the COVID opt-out. Now at 29 years old, coming off an incredible season this last year with the Jets, he had a career-high 168 stops. As you can see here are tackles, two sacks, two passes defended. Not his best year in the impact play department, not even a 1% impact play rate, but tackle rate very high, points per snap right there on the threshold of that .3 mark that we like for an elite player. He's on the Jets, um, and we have seen him be an impact player in years past. So I, I don't think it's un, you know, I don't think it's something we don't can't expect maybe for him to return a little more to form. You know, two years off in the NFL, he did get his tackles. You know, maybe his instincts were a little bit slower. Maybe the um, the muscle memory wasn't quite intact. So this year. I'm still, you know, I have him ranked properly as a linebacker one. Last year, I did fade him probably a little too much. I think I had him as like a backhand linebacker two, maybe even a linebacker three. But it's because I hadn't seen him in two years. Being on the Jets, Robert Sala, you know, we know he likes to utilize his linebackers in a lot of different ways. I think there's room for C.J. Mosley in 2022 to maybe even have a better season this year. Maybe not in the tackle department, you know, 168 is a lot. But I don't think it's outlandish to think that, again, his impact plays could go up on this team. So C.J. Mosley coming in as my linebacker 12 for the upcoming season. Uh, you know, these are subject to change. Maybe he goes up or down a couple of spots, depending. But right now, you know, here we are, mid-June. He's my linebacker 12. And that's the last of my linebacker ones for you. So we're going to get into these linebacker twos. Uh, we know I want you to think of these players in tiers. You know, these aren't rock, rock solid necessarily. Some of these guys in this next, um, you know, this next tier, this next 10 players or eight players that I'm going to show you are not players that I don't, they don't have the upside that some of these top 12 guys have, but they're going to be names that you are familiar with and that you like. So definitely okay with them as linebacker twos. 
And I do think there is some some room for them to push up into the linebacker one area. But again, I'm not I, I don't feel as comfortable as the players that are in the first two videos. Like I said, you can check those out there in the, the, in the description. There's a link to that. Um, but we're getting to some players here that there's also going to be some tremendous value for your IDP teams. So let's go ahead and jump to player 13. That's Demario Davis. All right. As you can see, points per snap, 0.24, a little lower than a lot of the guys in the first two videos. Um, but he has an incredible sort of resume, uh, Demario Davis does here. I'm going to share a screen with you here because I have from the index, I have got some uh, some pretty cool stuff here on Demario Davis. So you can just get an idea of what his career has looked like, or not necessarily his whole career, but the last couple of years of Demario Davis. So, as you can see here with my man Davis, uh, what year is this? Do, 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 sorry. This year, 0.24 points per snap. Not exactly what you want to see, uh, but I do want to point out three sacks. And that's something you'll notice with him is the impact plays with Demario Davis stay pretty high. This year, 23. Even at 33 years old, that's a super high number at any position, linebacker especially, that's good. Um, 19 this last year, sacks at four points per snap, 0.25. Again, more in that linebacker two sort of category, but he has weeks where he has these impact plays, the sacks, five pass deflections, you know, 10 tackles for loss. And double-digit tackles for loss can make up for a lot of other things that you don't have. Uh, Demario Davis is a guy you can count on. Going back three years, all right, when he was 30 years old, 0.3 points per snap. Again, multi-sack season, four sacks, 11 tackles for loss, 12 pass deflections that season, grand total of 28 impact plays. Again, that's not something that doesn't matter. Um, so, you know, what I really want to say about Demario Davis, yeah, he's my top in linebacker too. He's my linebacker 13. I don't really think that he can push into that top 12, but if anybody could, if anybody could just get, you know, that extra dozen or two dozen tackles and has the high level impact plays already in his belt, it's Demario Davis, 33 years old, a little scary for some people, but this, this saints team, and I want to take a second because you guys know I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't love the saints, but this saints team is actually very interesting to me. There are a lot of high level players, older fellas. Yeah. But guys that have done it before we have Demario Davis, who's been deep uh, and who, who's very good. You know, we have Cameron Jordan, who's been deep into the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. Tyron Matthew joins this team, Daniel Sorensen, two safeties that have won a Super Bowl. And for all the shade people throw Daniel Sorensen, the chiefs would not have won that Super Bowl without some of the very, impactful plays of Daniel Sorensen in the playoffs. Those are just facts. Okay. I'm not even, I mean, I just telling you what it is. So they're gearing up for a win now season. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if even some of these advanced stats we have on Demario Davis, like his points per snap 0.24 at 33 years old, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a better points per snap season this year than in the past, just because of the juice that these guys are feeling. So Demario Davis, my very, very top-end linebacker two going into the year at linebacker 13. So let's take a look at Christian Kirksey. Here's another veteran guy, 29 years old. Um, I don't, you know, I, I've loved him in the past because he was very efficient when he was with uh, the Cleveland Browns, a little less so when he was with Green Bay. But this last year, he ended up with the Texans and was able to just go out there and just produce. It wasn't much of anything special. But the Texans defense is bad, and we know Christian Kirksey isn't, you know, absolutely terrible. Do the main thing I want to point out is he did have a career high. I mean, how many pass deflections did he have this last year? I got to double double check that real fast. But I know it was a career high. I think it was, I think it was eight or nine. Let me check this real real quick for you guys here. Kirksey and in the index. 
past deflections this last year. Because I know he tied Darius Leonard this year for at the position. Eight pass deflections. So he had as many pass deflections as Darius Leonard this last year. Eight. Not like a super-duper high number, but again, he's able to compound that onto the fact that he is going to be on the field a lot for the Houston Texans. He is going to get this, the, the tackles that you want. Um, and that defense just isn't good. I don't know. The defensive line, I can only name one player on it, and I'm an IDP person. There's going to be players just shooting through there. So Christian Kirksey, I think he's got a you know potential to push up into a very meaningful season at the linebacker position. Got him as a high-level linebacker, too, rolling into the year. We'll see how it is. Cameron Grugier-Hill, Neville Hewitt still on the team. Both um, plug-and-play backups in their own right. That's pretty much what this whole defense is. So let's go to linebacker 15. This is a player a lot of people know. Um, I got here from the index. 2021 was a full-blown breakout season for Washington Commanders. 30-year linebacker Cole Holcomb. Probably the most surprising part of his production was his seven passes defended, trailing only Darius Leonard and Christian Kirksey. Points per snap, 0.28. Love to see that. The threshold of an elite number. It's taken him a couple of years to really develop into their primary linebacker. Uh, you know, they brought in Thomas Davis. Didn't really work out. They drafted Jim and Davis this last year in the first round. Also, just kind of a eh move, you know. In the meantime, Cole Holcomb has been playing his his heart out and doing very well for this team. Impact play rate, 1.5%. Not like super-duper-duper high, but, um, you know, he really did score all over the field. I'm going to share another uh, screen here with you guys of his index profile just so you can kind of see, you know, what I'm what I'm looking at on the back end here. Um, okay, share screen, do-do-do on like his production profile. And what I mean when I say like he does a lot, a lot more than people probably realize. So let's pull that up. All right. So Cole Holcomb is last year, two interceptions, a touchdown. I mean, I was prepping for this show and I missed that. The touchdown, seven pass deflections, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, one sack. All right. 160 total defensive plays, 12 plays on the ball, two quarterback hits. I mean, 0.28 points per snap. There's nothing not to love about Cole Holcomb this year. Now, some people might say that linebacker 15 is a little disrespectful. Again, there, you know, Washington is a, a team in turmoil. I don't know how long Ron Rivera is going to last. I don't know what this defense is really going to look like week six or seven. I know I don't know if Carson Wentz is going to, you know, break. I don't know. So I like him as a linebacker too. Linebacker one, even though I think he's got it in him, is a little little heavy, but I do like him as a mid-round linebacker too. Um, again, even going back to 2020 with him, same points per snap, 0.28. I think he might have been on the on the breakout or the sleeper list last year. I'll have to go back and check that. But um, you know, even though the numbers last year weren't super high, only 555 snaps on a per snap basis, the numbers check out. Even going back a year before that, checks out. He has stayed high on a points-per-snap basis, 0.29 as a rookie, 0.28 as a sophomore. And then last year, 0.28, right on the threshold, that 0.3 elite number that we love to see. So that's my man, Cole Holcomb, coming in for you guys hot as our linebacker 15. Stick around. We are going to finish out the last five linebackers uh, for the 2022 season right after this. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. 
the ultimate idp index is the number one resource for idp fantasy football players rookies or veteran for 2021 inside you're going to find contract information tiered idp rankings detailed player production profiles going back to 2017 suggested trade values and a whole lot more including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the ultimate idp index but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for sign up for the idp army patreon today patreon.com forward slash the idp army join the black ops tier and join the idp army today Yes, yes, yes. Definitely want to shout out all of our Patreons, everyone who supports us. Like I said, this is my full-time job now at this point in my life. I'm going all in on fantasy football content creation, just, you know, the whole the whole back end, you know, small business branding, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate everyone who has supported us there. You can support us now on the YouTube channel as well. Um, you don't have to join. You can just click the little uh, the dollar with the heart sign. Give us a little tip, you know, if you found this video interesting or good for you, and we would appreciate it. Um, it really does mean a lot, you know, that so many people have stuck with us as we've grown this brand out for the last three years um, and expanded. So you guys are part of that. You're a meaningful part of that. I wouldn't do this if you weren't here listening. And if you guys didn't show the love that you have shown, that's made me feel confident in this move. So appreciate you all. Um, yeah, let's get back to what we really like, fantasy football. All right. So like I said, linebacker 15 going into the year, we had Cole Holcomb from the Washington Commanders. Next uh, was a guy who was a waiver wire darling last year. This is David Long Jr., Titans linebacker, not Rams cornerback. Linebacker 16 going into this year. Um, and you can see here looking at his 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 stats, you know, it really. OK, let's start over. Fuck the stats. Look, Jayon Brown, their primary linebacker the last three years gone he's now at the los angeles or the las vegas raiders okay rashawn evans their former first round pick linebacker um who's been there for three four years gone okay zach cunningham and david long are literally getting dropped into these spots of these linebackers who haven't necessarily been prolific but they've been good enough when david long was dropped into this first spot Jayon browns because he always gets hurt last year he blew up he was one of the best linebackers in the league last year. Uh, points per snap aren't super duper duper high, but he played a lot of snaps. Okay. Um, I don't think that's going to be something we don't see again for the Titans, but the tackle numbers for him are super high. You know, 14 tackles in week six, uh, 12 in week five. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. His points, he had multiple 20-point games as a you know a guy you could get on waivers and miss some weeks, okay? He's now the full-time starter there. There's nothing in his way to continuing the stats that you're seeing on your screen right now for him. Um, it's taken him a while to earn that role, but we've seen Mike Vrabel kind of, I mean, when he finds a guy he likes, he does play him. I guess he likes David Long. So I do have him actually a little bit ahead of Zach Cunningham, who's still on this list. But it's just because I remember last year just how consistently good David Long was. It wasn't that he was just good. It was consistent. I mean, it was week over week over week over week production. You can see it right here if you're looking at the graphic on the YouTube channel. Uh, He was a difference maker for you early in the season when it mattered. So David Long for us going into this next year, linebacker 16. The great thing about him is he's probably not going to be drafted higher than a dozen, maybe even 15 players that aren't on this list. Um, Just because he's a name that came off of the waivers last year. He really did. Uh, so if you didn't snatch him up, you probably only played him against your league mate maybe once the season. You probably didn't pay much attention to David Long. Do not sleep on him. He's going to have a great year in 2022. Uh, so make sure you get him. I have him, like I said, linebacker 16. I feel like that's pretty bullish. I, I'm, you know, and I think he can push up even a little higher just depending on how the season goes. So got him ranked pretty high. Don't sleep on him. Um, you know, the defensive play rate, 14%. That's good. Tackle rate, a little low, like I said, but the snaps, cushy. So. Let's go to our linebacker 17. This guy is Levante David. You guys do not need an introduction to him. He's one of the greatest linebackers to ever play a game of football. Um, I actually, instead of pulling up his one season stats, I pulled up his career stats. You can see him here if you're looking at the graphic. He's had some incredible, incredible seasons. You know, as a sophomore, he had seven sacks, you know. In 2016, he had five. You know, tackles, 144. He's had so many 100-tackle seasons. Every season except for, uh, looks like here, 2016 and this last year. But he missed a little time, you know, got a little banged up. Um, it, it, With Devin White, you know, being there, he, has, he hasn't necessarily been the dominant force that he once was because he hasn't had to be, okay? But I do not think that he is going to fade out of the limelight this year. At 32 years old, 32 years old, you know, in Dynasty, people are probably looking to get off of him, unless they're Bucks fans. Um, and in redraft, people are probably just like, eh, you know, they're probably in their head thinking, what's he done for me lately? And that's fine. You need to make sure that if you can get Levante David on your team as a linebacker, too. I mean, it doesn't get much safer than that. Uh, granted, again, he had 205 points this last season, one of the low, lowest of his career, IDP one to three points. But again, he missed games. So, I mean, you can't hold that against him on a points per game uh, basis. He was still amazing. All right. Tackle rate, 12 percent. Nothing overly inflated or deflated about that he can definitely do that again points per snap 0.26 i'm totally fine with that for my linebacker too and honestly i mean you know you may if you hit on one of your other linebackers he may end up being a flex guy so you know i I think the ceiling is there for him to push up maybe into the top 12 
just depending on how things go this year, maybe if he can get to the quarterback a little bit more, maybe if you know has a couple more tackles for loss, etc. But his overall baseline is one of the safest at the linebacker position. Um, and you're not going to have to draft him as a linebacker one. And he's got linebacker one upside, you know, just depending on how things go. A couple more impact plays come his way. A couple more strip sacks by Shaq Barrett, you know, Devin White. Um, you know, things can happen. So I'm still very bullish on him. Linebacker 17 for me going into the season. All right, let's go ahead and finish this out. We got three more guys. Shaq Thompson this last year was kind of a, a you know, it was, taking over as the primary linebacker um and he had a good season he started out the season with a 36 point game he was a linebacker one week one got a little banged up down you know a couple of games but overall you can't complain some multiple double digit tackle games all right points per snap 0.29 one of the elites like i said this is right on the edge of like that super elite number 0.3 that we love to look for for linebackers tackle rate 13 percent not overly unsustainable Defensive play rate, 16%, not unsustainable. Impact play rate, 2.6 or 2.26%. That's good. That's good. I don't know if it'll stay that high, but that is good. Um, and, and again, you know, maybe you have a couple of a lower games in there. It was a four-point game, looks like, against Buffalo week 15. But I mean, you're you're feeling very good about many of these games. 36 points, 30 points, 27 points. I mean, this is weak winning numbers you know when your quarterback doesn't get that second touchdown you were hoping for and they kick that field goal oh shit like how am i gonna make up those points when you have a guy like Shaq thompson on your team and again he's not going to be expensive to draft this year you can compensate for other things this is why uh you know if you do play and i always bring this up you know people talk about idp leagues idp leagues and offensive leagues are the same thing i mean when i talk about an idp league nine times out of ten i'm talking about a mixed league okay it gives you more pieces, more variables, more cards, more outs, if you want a poker term, okay, by having more guys like this. If you can get a guy like Shaq Thompson and he does have one of these 30-point weeks, I mean, that's a 10-point buoy over probably the guy who you're playing against at linebacker. That gives you so much room to move. I mean, people underestimate how close fantasy football matches really are, your point differential at the end of the season. So many games are one, you know, I mean, not like every, but three or four games a season, you are clenching your butt a little bit because things are close. Okay. Those two and three, four, five extra points, those guys that can actually get that in the off season, it's so easy to just hand wave it. But in the season, when I'm up against somebody and I need this win in week seven, or I'm done, I don't give a crap about, you know, somebody's, you know, all that other stuff. I just need the upside. I need a player who I know can make up for the fact that, oh, shit, Kirk Cousins playing on Thursday night this game. and He's on my team. I need that guy who's going to pick up that slack because somebody's going to slack off. Shaq Thompson can do that. So at linebacker 18, next time, you know, we go over this, uh, you know, over our linebacker rankings, he might go up a little bit. Don't be surprised if he does move up a little bit. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that situation there. Um and just a little tiny piece of news. I don't know if I brought this up last show, but Carlos Dunlap, uh, one of my favorite sleepers from last year, we didn't have a great season, but he was visiting the Panthers as well this offseason. So that would be, you know, a little boon to the pass rush there, making up for Hassan Reddick. So let's move on. Two linebackers left to finish out our top 20. And again, if you want to check out our full rankings, go to the ultimateidpindex.com, go to patreon.com, the IDP Army. You can see, I mean, we have the Ultimate IDP Index now has over 215 players cataloged in it between defensive backs, 
defensive line players and linebackers. So if you want a big fucking list of players, you know, it goes beyond the top 20 linebackers, you know where to find it. I mean, it's high quality information. Um, and I love, I love doing this. So I feel very good about that product we have over there. So check it out. But anyway, linebacker 19, like I said, Zach Cunningham still coming in last year was a bad year for him. It was a bad year for the Houston Texans. Um, yeah, just a terrible, terrible season for the Houston Texans. Uh, but Zach Cunningham, we know, has led the league in tackles. He's an efficient tackler, not much of an impact player. Uh, but whatever reason, Vabral brought him in uh, when the when the when the Houston kind of let him go, and he's replaced him with you know, like I said, Rashawn Evans, who was a first round guy, and Jayon Brown, who's now gone. And he seems to like this tandem that he has with David Long and Zach Cunningham. And now you'll notice David Long and Zach Cunningham, I think, are the only two players that I had in the top 20 that are from the same team. I think they can both actually do that as well. I, you know, it's not uncommon for that to happen. We've seen the Cowboys have linebackers finish uh, two in the top uh, 10. We've had the Vikings finish two in the top 12. We've had Atlanta have two finish in the top 12. This year, uh, Zach Cunningham and David Long like could do that. When they played together last season in the few games that they did play together, they were both good. Um, Zach Cunningham didn't get a ton of snaps, but again, you know, sometimes there's more than snaps. Zach Cunningham is an efficient tackler. He was playable last season, even in the games where he was playing like 50% of snaps. Why? Because he can do one thing real good and that's tackle. Okay. So don't sleep on Zach Cunningham this year. I know there's a lot of dynasty FUD around him. I know Houston, you know, it was a terrible situation. They gave him a bad contract. They shouldn't have given him blah, blah, blah. Linebacker 19 this year, I don't really know where he's going in drafts right now, but I would be very happy to get him as my, you know, back-end linebacker too, potentially end up being like a linebacker flex guy uh, for the Tennessee Titans. I would love that. I would love that. I would love that. And I think that you guys should um, not be afraid to go after him, even though there is a little bit of uncertainty around him. And then our last guy coming in at number 20 is Nick Bolton from the Chiefs. Um this really comes down to his points per snap, 0.36, okay? That is an an absolutely insane number. Now, people are going to say, you know, and even my man Nate Markham here, guys, tweet up here in the corner, he says, Nick Bolton looking to change numbers to 32 and position to Mike. Do we trust Spagnola? That's kind of been the question with Chiefs linebackers for a while. Do you trust Spagnola? No, but I do trust the points per snap. From what I saw of him in college, what I saw of him last year, he is a, a an impact player. He reminds me of like rookie season Devin Bush. Now, for those of you who are new to IDP, Devin Bush wasn't always the sad story mess that he seems to be now. Okay, rookie Devin Bush was a beast. He was making plays this way, that way, the other way, every which way he could. Same thing with Devin White. This guy had a touchdown. He had like ten tackles for loss. I think he only played like five or six hundred snaps. He had almost a hundred tackles. Maybe even broke a hundred tackles. I need to double check that. He had a good season for a rookie linebacker with all of the Spagnola storyline, all that stuff. You still felt good about playing Nick Bolton as a linebacker three, you know, or as a flex player last year. At least I did. Um, so linebacker 20, maybe some people will think that's a little bit rich, but I, I'm one of those people. I don't think players just have to regress. I don't think just because a player has a good season means that the very next season is not going to be as good or even better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's very easy to say that. And a lot of people will say, well, this won't last. That's fine. Other variables can change. Snaps can go up, even if efficiency goes down, okay? All right, let's say the efficiency goes down. But maybe, you know, instead of having 20 impact plays, he has 18. Okay, but what if two of those impact plays 
are now sacks instead of tackles for loss. The point differential can can fix itself in that manner. So just saying a player won't have 20 sacks or a player won't have 180 tackles, unless somebody looks you dead ass in your eyes and says, I think this player is going to repeat this season, I mean, that's just a fallacy. That's There's no reason to even bring it up. Well, I don't think he's going to be, the, you know, you don't going to have 90. That was the same thing people did with Shaq Barrett. We don't going to have 20 tackles next year. At no point in any conversation ever did a single human being say he would. So why are you bringing that up as a counterpoint? It's not even a counterpoint. It's just something you're saying. So all I'm saying is think about it a little bit more than just, you know, accepting the status quo. People can get better. Defensive snaps can go up. What if Patrick Mahomes rolls his ankle, okay, and we get brisket traded to us? You think Nick Bolton's going to play a lot of football this year? You think he's going to, you know, let's say efficiency goes down to .29. I don't give a flying F if he's playing 1,200 snaps, if his efficiency goes down. Like, things can change. There are other variables in play here. The main thing is he's now the alpha dog linebacker on this team. There is not very much depth behind him. The veterans are gone. Even if Spagnuolo wants to do his goofy-ass shit and we have a great team this year, he's going to score a lot of points, okay? So there's my Nick Bolton rant. Go Chiefs! You already know what it is over here. All right, see if we got some comments up in here. All right, I got two questions about other linebackers. I'll kind of ad-lib my thoughts on them real quick. So I have a question here about what are your thoughts on Zayvon Collins? Um... Uh, my, my thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals in general are well-documented. The team is shit. Okay. The coach doesn't know what he's doing. The, 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 a lot, you know, the manager, and I want to bring up his personal life, but he has things in his life that are make it questionable for some of the decisions he makes and their team doesn't look great. You know, JJ Watt, love him to death. You should have gone to the Steelers, my guy. Um, Kyler Murray, you guys know my take on Kyler Murray. AJ Green's your best receiver on the team right now. Okay, DeAndre Hopkins, that dude's got so much drama in his life. Um, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if we don't see him actually play very much more football. James Conner was a great value last year in fantasy football, but he wasn't a great running back. Like, there's just nothing on this team that says, oh, wow, that's a great player, and he's going to do great things this year. doesn't exist, except for Buda Baker, and maybe we see flashes from Isaiah Collins, or Isaiah Simmons. I just don't have much faith in Zayvon Collins. I don't have much faith. Um, I just don't, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he can actually do what they want him to do. So will I put him on my team? Yeah. I mean, I'm fine putting a guy like that on my bench, you know, as a backup player, see what happens, but I'm not going to draft him over even older players that have, you know, just as good an upside, like Jayon Brown. Like I know Las Vegas has a lot of linebackers right now. At least I know Jayon Brown can go play a whole game of football and like have a decent game of football. You know what I mean? So that's just an, an idea of kind of my thought process on that. So hopefully that answers your question. And then we had a question about Cody Barton, everybody's favorite sleeper. Um, I have two thoughts on Cody Barton. One is he's been on the team for a while and he has not been able to get on the field. Okay, whatever. The second thought is Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks last year both tore it up. So, like theoretically, if Cody Barton is that second guy, he should tear it up or at least get the opportunity to. I don't know if that's going to happen. I know that they have two or three other linebackers um, on this team 
not named Jordan Brooks. We don't know necessarily Cody Barton's better than them yet. Um, it might be assumed, inferred, implied, whatever you want to call it. We don't know that yet. So I'm not like trading real assets for Cody Barton, and I'm not dropping real assets for Cody Barton. Um, if I like have a dynasty team and I have an empty bench spot and Cody Barton's out there, maybe I'll pick him up. But I'm not overly excited about him personally. Now, granted, I could be way off on this because, you know, because I was a Jordan Brooks guy. I thought he could break out last year. He did. Again, it's just like I kind of knew or felt that Jordan Brooks was 100% going to take that role. So I was confident in saying that. Again, Cody Barton's been on this team for a while. Um, what's he ever done for anybody? Nothing. Okay. So that's kind of my take on Cody Barton. That is my take on Zay Collins. Do you see a top 20 future for Leo Chanel? Um, I actually saw somebody bring him's name up earlier. Um, I haven't thought about him that deeply or that much. I mean, top 20 is, is rich. I mean, it takes a lot to get here. You know what I'm saying? You have to be really efficient. You have to make a lot of tackles or you have to like put a baseline number up and have to actually get the snaps, but you have to be impactful too. So you have to be batting passes, bringing stuff down, getting behind the line of scrimmage when they call your name to blitz and making the play. I don't know that he can do any of that stuff. I don't know. So it, it feels it feels hard to say that right now. Um, maybe. Who knows? You know, Keep an eye out. Maybe he'll be a sleeper. Maybe he'll come up later on the channel at some point. But, uh, yeah, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the IDPMR podcast. You can check out our merch store where you can buy some of our shirts and stuff. You can check out our Patreon. You can actually become a member now on the YouTube channel. We appreciate all of our podcast listeners. We appreciate everyone who watches the streams. We appreciate all of our Patreons. This is, um, you know, this is a, a it's going to be a good fantasy football season. I feel like we're going to win a lot of titles. Um, you guys can join us in Underdog as well, which is right here. Um, you can see we do uh, drafts in there all the time. That's actually a super fun way to do more fantasy without like doing more fantasy because you do the draft and then you just forget about it. You do the league, you know, you can do super leagues with your friends that are like six teams or even like four teams. And then you guys just like draft like the fucking 2016 Warriors and you play a full season. It's best ball. You don't have to manage. They just whoever scores the most points on your team goes in. That's it. So easy way to, to win, easy way to be right early. You know, if you feel like you have an edge on your friends, pay more attention, all that stuff. So go check them out. Um, we would appreciate that. And yeah, the, like I said, check out, you know, we always have new videos coming up. We have the division previews, team previews, more linebacker rankings are coming. More sleeper videos are coming for fantasy football in 2022. So stay abreast of the situation we have over here at the IDP Army because uh, shit's about to get real. All right. Peace out.